Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm coming to you today from the beautiful Ojai, California. As I record this, a beautiful bluebird just landed on the grass in front of me. I arrived yesterday to the sound of hawks uh, calling in the distance. And I share this with you because I want to talk to you today about alignment. And it's related as well to this notion of finding signal um, and finding signal within the noise. What do I mean by that? You know, I think we live in a very noisy world. We live in a world where we are besieged by messages, by interventions, by people demanding for our time and energy. And sometimes those are clearly no's or this is draining, but I have to make it through. They're black hole moments. Sometimes they occur as a gift, but actually are takers of our energies. I'll give a clear example. Two weeks ago, I was offered uh, by a very, very wealthy friend to support him with a, a deal. And he offered, uh, without going into great detail, a million dollars. And probably like you listening, I am not naive to the value and potential virtue of money. And I actually spent the last couple of weeks uh, exploring the opportunity. It wasn't that it was uh, uh, a no. In fact, in some ways, it could have been a very potent and powerful yes. One of my visions and aligned visions is to create financial freedom after, you know, spending the large part of the last 20 years creating platforms around social impact, but doing so in a, in a nonprofit context. I now want to create impact in the world, but do so in a way that also empowers me and my eventual family to be financially free. And so I definitely put energy into exploring the opportunity. But what I found in my guts and what I would encourage you guys listening to do when you get presented with a tantalizingly tasty opportunity is to consider whether or not it's aligned to your truer mission, to your truer sense of purpose. And I had a conversation last week with uh, an amazing, amazing author, Stephen Pressfield. And he talked about kind of this Hollywood concept of sometimes you'd have to do one for the money so you can do one for the art. You know, it's common in filmmaking to draw this distinction that, you know, there are times where one has to compromise so as to be able to make the art. And I am a pragmatic idealist, so I'm not naive to sometimes the importance of seizing an opportunity so that you have the means to pursue a true passion, which may or may not have any economic remuneration or financial reward whatsoever. That said, I think we also have to be honest with ourselves on the intangible costs. And in this situation, it was revolving around what energetic cords will I be inviting in if I take this money? What energies, what relationships will come into play? And importantly, to what degree will those energies compromise the deep signal that I am seeking to be 
in this world today, in the noisiness of our world? Will it compromise the singing of my song, that principle-centered aspect of myself that I was put on this earth to bring forward? Will it be something that aids in my path, my journey, my, my signal, if you will, or will it deplete, diminish, distract me from my truer purpose? And these are the questions I think we all have to ask ourselves when presented with an opportunity. And ideally, we get clear pretty quickly and we listen to our inner knowing, our inner voice. But if you're like me, sometimes the tantalizing tastiness of the opportunity can get the better of you and you wind up spending a great deal of time and energy exploring that opportunity, even when you know it may not be right for you. And so what I want to talk about today and what I'd love your thoughts on are how do we make bold declarative decisions based on that signal within, based on that inner knowing, and do so with conviction, such that the trails, the energetic trails, the energetic cords, and agendas of other people, or even our own expectations of ourselves, do not derail us from the mission we are put on this planet to live out. And I find that the bigger the mission you're put on the planet to live out, the bigger the, the, the mission of what you're up to in life, the more the opportunity and the greater the opportunity will come to you by the universe to see if you're truly committed to that vision or if you are easily available to be taken off track. Do you have a vision that you're living into as we, as we speak? Do you have a vision that you're looking to create? Do you find that inner resistance peaks up when you're getting closer to having to contend with that vision? If you're anything like me, then the answer to that question is yes. I know that I have a greater purpose on this planet. I also know that when, I'm, it, when it's time to sit down and do the work, to do the work that is the, the essential work to living that vision into reality. It's often the time when resistance in the form of opportunity, in the form of distraction, in the form of noise will present itself to derail me from executing and living in that vision. And so I come to a place like Ojai and one of the questions I would ask you is what's your Ojai? What's your power place? What's that place that you can go to to bring you back to center, to bring you back to that notion of who, who you truly are, to that vision of your unique song, that vision of your unique uh, place in the world, where you can eliminate the distractions, where you can eliminate the noise of this world and live into the potential and the possibility of your unique signal. Where are those places where you can find center? I think one of the great awarenesses that we can have is knowing when we are getting, getting distracted, when we are getting overwhelmed by the signals in our life, when we are at effect to the energetic cords, 
and knowing how to pull free of those cords and return to that place of center, to that place of inner knowing. For me, there are a variety of practices that I find help me get there. Uh, but central among them is returning to nature because I think there is no greater teacher for me than the natural world, no greater reminder of what and who we truly are. And, you know, jumping in a cold stream, drinking a cup of coffee, and listening to the birds in the morning after a meditation. These are things that help me quiet the chattering mind and return back to that essential listening, to that listening, to that essential aspect of, of who we are and what we're here to do. And so I share this with you because I think many of you contend with similar issues, with distractions, with opportunities that are tantalizingly tasty. They are sumptuous, but they are not aligned with who you are here to be. They are not aligned with your unique gift, your unique song. They are, in effect, noise. They are seductive noise, but they are noise all the same. And so how do you return to that signal, to that center, to that song that is uniquely yours? How do you find your place in that song and your way of returning to its notes such that you can be a stand and uh, a beautiful serenade, such that you can be your unique song in the world? I think only you can answer that question, but my challenge to you today is to think through what are your power places? Where are the places you can go to, either within or in the world, that remind you of who you truly are? Actually ask yourself that question and give yourself a moment to answer it. And know within yourself that that place is always available to you. And when you find yourself in a moment of confusion or a moment of quandary, questioning, stress, take yourself back to that place. And make your next move, your next right step from that place. I promise you that knowing where that place is, being able to return there, and then taking your next right step from that place is one of the most powerful tools you can have in navigating this world successfully. And by success, I mean your notion of success. Because essentially what we're talking about is how do we return home to ourselves? to our inner knowing. And so my friends, I send you lots of love from Ojai, California. I am thinking about you. I am wishing you well. As always, if I can be any help or support, feel free to reach out at Michael Trainer on social. And I'm so grateful for your listening. So grateful for your time. So grateful for your energy. Please uh, share any feedback you have, any tools you use, any ways in which you 
find to be particularly potent in coming back to center, please share them with me. And until next time, please go out there and live your inspired life.